If you are teaching students in special ed or in an autism classroom, or even in general ed, or if you have kids at home, you have probably been face-to-face -face with some behaviors that need a change in. I know I am nearly every day. Now, if you are not using a token board or reward chart, you are missing out on a very effective reinforcement tool. Welcome to The Niddle Nook, a podcast for teachers where we break down the best tips, tricks, and tools to help educators teaching students with complex access needs and significant disabilities, including autism. I'm your host, Io, and I help teachers create the classroom of their dreams with practical strategies and actionable tips that won't leave you feeling overwhelmed. <laughs> so let's dive into token boards a little bit. But first, a story about my son. He was a squirrely kid and has always had maybe problem behaviors. I'm putting air quotes up here. <laughs> Pretty much ever since preschool. He is a smart student. He's even labeled as GT, but that is part of the problem. If he is not challenged, if he's not interested, he's out, right? And soon afterwards, he starts interrupting and talking too much and trying to hang out with his friends and completely off tap. You see where I'm going here. When his teachers would finally reach their limit and contact me, I would remind them about the strategy I suggested from the first day of school. Ask him what he's working for. That was it. Ask him what he's working for. Cause he always had something he could do or get when he came home with a sticker for being good or doing the right thing at school. And if his teacher just took a moment to remind him about this at any point during the day when he was starting to act out or he wasn't focused on his work, because he wanted to socialize with friends, he would remember what he was promised back at home, like a preferred snack, preferred dessert, electronic time, extended time outside playing. He chose every morning what he would be working for. And as soon as that teacher remembered that, within a few days, they always got back to me raving about how it worked. And every time I'd be like, I know, it totally works. And I learned it in special ed. <laughs> All right, so here's the details on how to use a token board. The idea behind a token board is pretty simple. A student is working for something that they want, something that they prefer. And you just take this moment to remind them with a visual icon or even a word or a picture of the item on a board as a visual reminder of the positive thing that a student is trying to earn. Then throughout the day, you're gonna reward that student with a token or an icon or a sticker or even verbally depending on the nature of the student that you're working with so that they can get some some leverage some traction towards what that working for item that preferred thing that they want i mean basically it's like they're getting paid for doing good as opposed to reinforced for doing naughty now, as I said, you can have a physical board for students or you can kind of have a non-physical board, whereas a student just knows that they're always working for something like I did with my son. I didn't necessarily have a token board for him to bring to the teacher, but the teacher would give me a little note on a post-it at the end of the day so that I knew if he earned what he was working for. Now, for students who are in a self-contained classroom or who have significant disabilities, this kind of imagined or this non-tangible token board is probably not gonna give you the best bang for your buck. You're gonna want something tactile, something very visual, and something that a student can actually see and hold and touch. So how do you get started with a token board? 
Well, the first thing is to get that token board printed and laminated. And then once your student picks the board that is gonna work best for them, that's gonna work best for you with the icons that they like, make sure you get it all printed and laminated and cut and ready to go. And then choose the preferred activities that your student will work for. And this becomes really important, right? If you are not using a preferred activity, a preferred reward, the board is not gonna do what you think it's going to do. You really have to be tuned into your students' preferences, their interests, and the things that motivate them. So really tune into that and make sure that there's an icon or a visual representation for these preferred activities. The other thing to remember here is that you do wanna have a couple of options for preferred activities. I mean, I love ice cream, but if I was getting a lot of ice cream at some point, I'd probably, well, Maybe not, but you get what I'm saying, right? For some students, they don't want that same reinforcer all of the time, so a little bit of variety does help. That means you wanna choose three to five items so there's always a choice, even if you know your student will always choose one thing more than the other. That's okay, but the fact that there is a choice kind of keeps them engaged in the process and makes them feel more invested in using the token board. Now, once you have everything printed, laminated, cut, and all of the pieces that you need, you're gonna add your Velcro to the front of the tokens and then on the board as well. I always say add Velcro to the front and the back of the board. That way when you turn the board over, you can keep all those options of reward choices for a student available in one spot and you don't have to worry about losing them. So that Velcro on the back gives you that kind of choice board for a student to pick what they're gonna be working for as you get started with the token board on the front. Now, once you have the board all prepped, it's time to introduce it. And it might look something like the picture that's attached. If you wanna see up close what a token board can look like, definitely pop over to the Noodle Nook website and you can see a couple of different options of how the final product will look and what options you have in terms of incorporating rules and expectations onto your token board. Now, how to steps for using a token board can be very specific. Here's a couple of things that I really want you to remember. You wanna make sure that you ask the student what they're working for whenever you start using the reward board. So as soon as you start with that token board, you wanna have that first question, what are you working for today? And give that student the choice of icons or activities. Then you wanna set those expectations, right? All right, you're working for a chocolate bar. I mean, I love to work for a chocolate bar. <laughs> you're working for a chocolate bar. The expectation is that you get all of your work done uh, for the next 10 minutes and you stay on task or whatever your expectations are. Your feet are on the floor, your hands are to yourselves, you're not spitting. Or you might have expectations for work, for behavior, for a combination. You're setting your expectations as soon as you get started. Then you wanna go ahead and start rewarding the student. And when you reward the student for that preferred behavior that you're looking for, you are going to pair the token with verbal praise. And the reason that you're doing that is to make it easier to fade that token board later. So make sure that you pair the two together. And then at the end, when a student earns all of their tokens and fills their board, you are going to pay them with whatever they've been working for because they've earned it. Now here's a couple of bonus tips that I wanna keep, want you to keep in mind. Number one is that the board giveth, it does not taketh away. <laughs> Imagine if you had a job and you worked all week and then Friday the boss was like, I didn't really like how you did something today, so I'm not gonna pay you for this week. Um, say what? <laughs> I can only imagine what behaviors I would have. I don't know about you. The same thing happens with a token board. If you give a student a token, you can't take it away. They did that good behavior to earn the token. Even if they do a bad behavior, 
you're not going to take that thing back. You're not going to let them unearn the reward that they already earned. You can't change your mind. But sometimes, you know, it happens. You give a student a token for meeting the expectations that you've set, and then they have a negative behavior right afterwards. And you might really want to take that token, but don't. Instead, give a bonus token for exhibiting the right behavior as soon after that negative behavior as possible. Um, and really set that expectation verbally or give a good reason why that token is being rewarded to the student so they know what it is that, that they're getting that positivity for. So if you have a student who has a temper tantrum, right? They're on the floor and they're having a temper tantrum and you're like, oh, I want to take that back, back that token I just gave them for sitting in their seat. You're going to give them that redirection. All right, let's get back in our seat. And you might find that as soon as they get back in their seat and they're back and their body's calm, you might give them a token right away and say, hey, I really like how you're sitting in your seat with your feet on the floor and a calm body ready to work. That way they've gotten this extra opportunity to earn a token, even if they did have a lapse and have some bad behavior. So just remember, you're not gonna use that token board to take tokens away. You're gonna give the tokens in appropriate intervals and appropriate for the student, and then make sure that they're earning them in a way that keeps them motivated, all right? Now, tip number two, always pair the token with verbal praise. And I said this a little bit before, but I have to remind you again, because I think it's a really good pointer when you're using a token board, you wanna make sure that you're giving some verbal praise to the student and you're also stating the exact behavior that earned them the token so for example you might give a token while saying great job for getting your problems done or good work on this math problem here's your token or thank you for working with your feet on the floor using a quiet voice i appreciate that all of these options reinforce the positive behavior that earned the reward by stating it very clearly exactly what it was that got them that that token got them that reward and by doing so, not only are you pointing out the preferred behavior that you want to see, but you're really highlighting for the student exactly what it was that they did that can keep the, the rewards and the tokens coming. All right, so where do you find some great token boards to work with? If you haven't been won over and feel that urge inside of you to start using a token system or a reward chart with a student yet, do yourself a favor and just put a board together and keep it just in case. I have found over the years going in and out of classroom as an instructional coach that having a token board in my bag, in my pocket, at my hip, ready to go, can be huge when it comes to addressing behaviors. And this is not just an elementary. Let me tell you, I have had some very um, mature high school students do the thing I need them to do because the reward on the other end of those tokens meant something to them. So if you don't have a board yet, just get one. Get one, put it together, have it just in case because you never know when behaviors are gonna happen. And if you are here, then you might have those behaviors happening <laughs> as we speak. And I have to say that this is the perfect visual behavior tool for addressing behaviors in the classroom. Now, some questions that come up quite a bit when we talk about token boards are these. One, is it gonna work? And I have to tell you, a token board is a very powerful tool to use to discourage negative behaviors and encourage preferred or desired behaviors. So it absolutely does work. Another question that I get is how many tokens are typically used on a board? And honestly, this is gonna depend on your students, on their attention span, on the task, on their skill level. There's a lot going on here that I can't really tell you like, oh, you're always gonna use five. It's really going to depend. Some students three, some students five, some students 10. 
And the reason that you might need 10 is because you might find that you really need to reward your student a lot with that verbal praise and that reference to the expectation that they're meeting, but you don't wanna give them that preferred thing that they're looking for quite so often. <laughs> so you might need 10 tokens because you wanna space out the time between access to the preferred activity or task or item, but still keep them motivated in between. So it could be a 10 token. I know I have a board inside of the store that actually has three, five, and 10 tokens, and then some of them actually state the expectations on the side so that it is really easy and students have a visual to see the expectation that they're trying to meet. And you know, these are the things that we run into all the time, right? Hands to self, no spitting, um, work cooperatively with others, stay on task, no hands in pants, safe hands, safe feet. So all the things that we're running into, it really does help sometimes to have that visual on the side. So you may be working with three, five, or 10 tokens on your board. You may also have expectations printed. It depends on the needs of the students. Another question that I get is, how can a teacher make a printable token board easy? Now, obviously, I would suggest heading to the store and just grabbing one and printing it off. There's a lot of variety in the ones that are in the store. It has ones for unicorns. It has ones for video games. It depends on the needs of your student, right? Superheroes. So really, it's going to depend on what your students prefer, what their interests are, what they're motivated by. But let me tell you, I have made a token board out of some post-its. Because <laughs> the truth of the matter is, if you're using the token system, you can use it with anything. Yes, the visual is very effective, especially when you're starting out and you're trying to reinforce how a board works with a student. But when push comes to shove, you can make your own. It doesn't have to be anything fancy. You just have to get some system in place to address the behavior. The last question that I hear a lot is, do I let the student hold on to the token board? Do I hold on to it? What do I do with it? Now, I know some folks who have taped down a token board on a student's workspace, who have taped it onto or affixed it to a notebook or a binder or a clipboard so that it has some sturdiness to it. Again, this is gonna depend on the needs of your student. So you really have to consider that. But it is a visual reminder for them. So if you are using it, it should be in a position or a place where your students can see it. Now, if you're worried about your student, eating, tearing up, destroying the token board, and you don't wanna keep it in, in close proximity, you can put a token board up on the board, you can put the token board out of reach and still reward a student and still be proactive about telling them what expectation they're meeting. So they should be able to see it so that they can have that visual in place, even if you choose not to let them have physical access to it. So anyway, those are some of the questions that seem to come up over and over when we talk about token boards. I wanted to address those here, but I have to come back and say it again. If you are dealing with problems in the classroom, you absolutely need a token board. I know for my son, having that reminder of what you're working for every day when he got out of the car, when he left the house, when he was on his way to school, he knew what he was working for that day and it made a difference in his classroom behavior. So figure out how you can incorporate a system like that, a token board or a reward system to help your students who have problem behaviors stay on task, stay focused, and start doing the things you want them to do and a little less of the things that you don't. Really think about that. 
If you enjoyed this episode and don't want to miss out on more content, be sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to us right now. And guess what? We are also over on YouTube if you like to watch versus listen. Thanks again for tuning into The Noodle Nook, a podcast for teachers just like you. We need all the great teachers we can get. So this is Io here reminding you to stay strong and teach on.